Hey everybody, welcome into another quick episode of Home Field Advantage. My name is Will Hound. It's June 25th, 2023. Hope you're all having a great day, great night, great week, weekend, whenever, however you may be watching or listening across our great country or our great land. We'll be talking about things that happened in baseball across the pond in this brief episode, but nevertheless, I hope you all enjoy the episode. Now, first things first, um, brief episode, but we will get on to it soon. If you're watching, we're not going to have a YouTube feed. Excuse me, if you're, if you're listening, we're not going to have a YouTube feed. We're instead going to have an Instagram live feed. And if you're watching live on Instagram, thank you for doing that. Or if you're watching after the fact on Instagram, appreciate it. But, as I mentioned, going to be a brief show. We're going to focus on the London series that happened in Major League Baseball over the weekend. So, for those of you who don't know, four years ago, the Sox and the Yankees played in London at the Olympic Stadium over the weekend at this time of year. Then, of course, that was 2019. Then, for both 2020, 21, and 2022, the series was postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But this past weekend, the Cardinals and Cubs met in London and squared off. And my mind's been on... London this week because, you know, uh, this has been going on. I watched a documentary on Ed Sheeran. You guys know that I'm a uh, Tottenham Hotspur supporter, so I've been following some of the news going on in their offseason. So London was on my mind this week. And baseball was on my mind. But I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm just trying to see where this is going to go. I'm trying to find out where we're going to have where we're going to have growth in the sport in Europe. You guys might remember a few months ago I was really into the World Baseball Classic because I think it's one of the best sports tournaments we have because much like the FIFA World Cup, although obviously not on the level of the FIFA World Cup, but you have the best in the world competing against one another. Professionals are allowed to um, participate. And while Major League Baseball players might not participate in the rate that is expected, they still participate and make it a best-on-best tournament. And I like growing the game that way. We've seen the NFL and the NBA do foreign regular season games. The NHL has done them in Europe. NHL is obviously more popular in Europe, I'd say, um, because the sport of hockey is more popular in Europe. Um, Football, American football, that is, is sort of on the cusp in certain parts of Europe. Like, I think in Germany and in parts of England, um, possibly... uh, is gaining ground, but with baseball, it seems like it's a little bit of, a little bit of a force, a little bit of a force play, no pun intended. However, 
with Great Britain having qualified for the World Baseball Classic, and granted, a lot of those guys are um, from places like the Virgin Islands and the Bahamas, uh, Caribbean nations that fall under the, the British Commonwealth, uh, the the sport is generally doing better there than it was four years ago when the Red Sox and Yankees first played in London. I heard Manfred say that the audience has doubled. I don't know where he, he got that information. I tried to find it, could not find it. There was a big athletic article um, as well talking about it, but I don't know where he got those numbers. Um, I think the problem baseball has and, and perhaps it's also a blessing, is in Europe, there's not a lot of folks that understand the sport. This is, go- this is the same thing that goes for American football. There's an educational aspect to it that is a little bit of a hurdle. A lot like if we tried to make rugby or cricket happen on this side of the hemisphere. You know, rugby, cricket, not as popular in the United States and Canada and Mexico as it is in other parts of the world. Not like in Australia or in the subcontinent or wherever. And also, I think the United States as a whole doesn't doesn't adopt sports like that primarily because of the educational part. Like, it's not a part of our culture. And so adopting a new sport takes time and it takes education and it takes commitment to figuring out what the rules are. So that can, that's a little bit of a roadblock in Europe with baseball, much like it is in American football. But I think the hegemony of the NFL in our country has actually helped because the NFL has sort of become like McDonald's. Um, I, I do think the Super Bowl helps with that in the worldwide nature of it. But with baseball, there's a little bit of a hurdle there. Now, on the other hand, it could help because sometimes it's the new thing that a lot of folks want to check out. Um, and the athletic pointed this out. The Cubs and Cardinals is a great rivalry, but both of those teams aren't doing so well this, right, this year. Um, so if a, if a British fan was really interested in going, to the game, but they were worried that they weren't going to see good baseball. Well, the fact that they aren't as educated in the sport, they don't understand that possibly uh, the Cubs and Cardinals aren't aren't going to finish above five hundred, and you know that that doesn't even dawn on them because they're just going to a game and a sporting event that's new, and so I think that's something that baseball does have going for it in in England particularly, is that there's not a language barrier, right? Like, some of that educational aspects are gone, but the sport is new enough to them where, like, they don't... They might not be able to pick Mike Trout out of a out of a line or Clayton Kershaw out of a line, but at the same time, they don't know that the Cubs and the Cardinals aren't good this year, so they're just going to the game because it's new and it's different. Um, so I, I think that's great. Um, I think that's a positive thing for the sport. Um, but I, I guess my concern beyond the educational aspect is do 
do English fans even care? Like, do do they even do they even care enough to ever truly adopt this sport as uh, as something that they would watch? Because unlike the other three American dominant sports um, that aren't dominant over there, uh, they do not happen at the same time as the English Premier League. They don't. Um, or excuse me, baseball does not. So the NFL, when they have an NFL game in London in November on Sunday, um, a lot of people in, in England are, are, watching, uh, are watching soccer. And same thing when hockey, if hockey were to ever go over there and do a game in London. I know they've done games in Northern Ireland. I'm not sure if they've done games in England. That would be, that would be a, that would be a mistake um, to do it on a weekend. Uh, because obviously, if you were to ask an American sports fan, wait, what's the most popular sport in England? They'd rightly say soccer. Right, and so we wouldn't expect a diehard NFL fan to necessarily watch a uh, watch a soccer game happening in their time zone at the one o'clock time slot at the same time as uh, as the NFL season. So the good thing that baseball has done is they placed this event in June, and they put it in local time when there's not a lot of other things going on. So that's helpful. And they've also strategically placed it where the English men's national team just got done a, um, a international series, or a, a few games, I should say. Now, you know, this year's a little bit different because you have the Women's World Cup coming up and all these other things. But I think, by and large, England is a good place to invest in baseball if you were going to try and put it somewhere else. Um, because we've got the language down. It's new enough. They're going to put it in the middle of the summer when there's not a lot else going on over there. There's not a lot else, not a lot else going on here either. Um, and so it can kind of get its moment. And I think baseball, even though it's primarily popular in East Asia, in North America and in the Caribbean and Latin America, I do think Europe is a interesting spot to at least try it, and England would be the doorway to the rest of Europe, um, just because of uh, our uh, success rate in uh, in marketing it in our language and whatnot, and then also if it's popular over there and you can see it, maybe you could try it in a place like the Czech Republic that just had. Um, a team in the World Baseball Classic, or Italy, or, you know, anywhere else like that. I would caution baseball that I don't think Europeans like being uh, marketed to too much by American sports leagues, Uh, so I would just caution baseball not to do that. But I I think if you were going to go somewhere uh, in England, or excuse me, in Europe, that England would be a a good place to start. So I hope this continues. Next year it's going to be the Mets and the Phillies. It will continue to likely be, uh, it will continue to likely be rivalries. So I guess that maybe in 2025 you'll see the Dodgers and the Giants, or um, maybe even the Mets and the Yankees, or, you know, the... 
I'm trying to think of another rivalry in baseball off the top of my head uh, that they haven't done already. Maybe you'll see a Houston Texas or versus Texas or something like that. Uh, we'll we'll find out. I I think that um, I think that it would be. It would be foolish of baseball to invest too much, too fast, too strong, in England. But I think if they continue to do the London series and maybe, um, you know, try and strike a deal. Um, with some sort of TV brand over there or stream gets your streaming set up over there. Um, that way, that way you would be able to uh, have televised games because I mean it's fertile ground in the summertime. Um, there's typically on the sports global sports calendar. As long as you can avoid the FIFA World Cups and potentially you know the Euros, I think you have in anything big soccer related. I think you'd have a good opportunity at putting baseball in front of eyes over there, uh, which is truly what they want. So there will be some challenges, like I've said, educational aspects of it, the time change, uh, having the propensity to overmarket your sport. I think if baseball treads carefully, it could be it could be fertile ground for them. Like the NFL in Europe has done well. Uh, they, uh, they were able to strike a deal with... Um, uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to have NFL games in London once a year. Multi- actually, I think it's it might even be more than once a year. I, I can't remember. And then they've also invested in Germany and in Mexico. And so I think the NFL is a good pathway. Uh, NBA, we've seen what they've tried to do. Um, NHL as well. But I think I think baseball has it going for them. I'd be curious to see and hear what you all think. It's not it's not a perfect recipe, but I think it's something that's worth trying. Um, there's there's no harm in it, uh, really, from a fan's point of view. Uh, in fact, the games being on earlier is not a huge problem on the weekends. Uh, you're you know if you're able because we're in sa- daylight savings right now, so it's less of a uh, less of a difference in time. And if you were to have, you know, a first pitcher in the evening over there, it's still like an afternoon Saturday or Sunday game over here. So you're not running into some of those problems that American fans have um, with it, with some sports in England and in Europe with it being on too early. So I think there's opportunities there to grow too. So be curious to hear hear and see what you all think. But that's all I had for today. I was going to do a quick show. Um, just wanted to touch on that because it was on my mind. I, I think it's a good spot, and I think that there are opportunities for everybody to benefit. I just think you got to do it smart. Nothing, nothing will die faster in sports than a forced marketing campaign um, on fans that don't really want to accept it. I think as long as they follow those rules that I lined out and stick to what they're good at, which is putting on a quick product with a rivalry, um, I think we'll be okay because I think I think English fans will buy into that, right? If they'll they'll buy into the rivalry aspect because that's in what they call it over there with soccer. The derbies are very popular and, and draw out a lot of uh, interest. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of Home Field Advantage. Hope you all enjoyed it. If you have and yet, please subscribe on. Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us here on Instagram if you're watching at Home Field Pod. 
I mean, if you're listening on audio, you can head on over there as well. We have some content once in a while for everyone to see. Until next time, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe on your favorite provider, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to also check out our other Sportland USA programs under the Sportland USA Podcast Network. All of these programs are presented by Sportland USA, and their opinions shared do not reflect those of any other company, outlet, person, or entity.